Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Good morning, Oregon. It's Monday, July 11th. This is Beth Slovic with a news briefing from the Oregonian and Oregon Live. Beginning this school year, Oregon K-12 schools must place menstrual products in gender-neutral bathrooms, bathrooms for girls, and bathrooms for boys. That rule is meant to give free access to all public school students who might need tampons or pads, including transgender boys or students who identify as gender-fluid or non-binary. But a Southern Oregon mom who is also a member of the Eagle Point School Board says the requirement to put products in all boys' bathrooms is wasteful. She's filed a petition with the Oregon Department of Education to roll back the rule, triggering a two-week public comment period that ends July 20th. As it stands now, Oregon expects to spend about $5.6 million from the state school fund in the first two years of the program. That's a small fraction of the fund's $9.3 billion budget, But Sherry Strittenberg, the mom, says the money could pay for other necessary supplies like books. She thinks schools should offer free menstrual supplies, just not in every bathroom and not in boys' bathrooms. All three of the candidates for Oregon governor, Democrat Tina Kotek, Republican Christine Drazen, and unaffiliated candidate Betsy Johnson voted for the 2021 measure that established this program when they were in the legislature. But now Drazen and Johnson say they have objections. Drazen wants local school districts to have a say in how they implement the rule, and Johnson said schools don't need tampons in boys' bathrooms. Oregon's bill goes further than similar ones in California and Washington, where schools aren't expected to put products in all boys' bathrooms. Students who advocated for the bill say universal access to menstrual products will help transgender students who use boys' bathrooms. They also say it will reduce stigma around menstruation. A second ballot measure appears headed to Oregon's November ballot. Initiative Petition 17 would require people to get a permit and pass a background check before buying a gun and would stop the sale of gun magazines that hold more than 10 rounds. Backers on Friday said they'd collected more than 159,000 signatures ahead of the Friday deadline. To qualify for the ballot, about 112,000 signatures need to be verified as valid by the Secretary of State's office. The group behind the campaign calls itself Lift Every Voice Oregon. It organized shortly after the 2018 mass shooting at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, where a gunman killed 17 students and staff. The group tried to get bills reflecting its initiatives heard in the legislature in 2019, but didn't succeed. They found renewed urgency in the wake of mass shootings in Buffalo, New York, Uvalde, Texas, and Highland Park, Illinois. Opponents of the measure criticize it as a gun grab. The first initiative petition to qualify for the November ballot was Initiative Petition 14. It would amend the state constitution to penalize any state lawmakers who boycott the Capitol in an effort to kill legislation they oppose. The Multnomah County Library may have a location for its East County flagship, a planned 95,000-square-foot project that would become the second-largest branch in the system. The library and TriMet have agreed to negotiate over the sale of the Gresham City Hall Park and Ride near Gresham High School. 
That creates a 120-day period of due diligence that would establish a sales price. If it works out, the project would draw funding from the 2020 library bond measure that is estimated to raise $387 million for a total of nine library projects. The East Multnomah County flagship would be the only new building on that list, and library officials aim to make it iconic. Possible features at the East County facility include outdoor space, a teen center, a preschool, and a large maker space such as the one at the Rockwood Library. The biggest county library is Central Library in downtown Portland. The East Multnomah County facility is expected to open in early 2025. It was the 10th and final big float on the Willamette River Sunday, but the first ever East Portland Summer Arts Festival presented by Portland Parks and Recreation this past weekend. Five-time Grammy Award-winning bassist, singer, songwriter, and composer Esperanza Spalding, who's from Portland, headlined the event Sunday evening. The festival was billed as the Eastside version of the long-standing Washington Park Summer Festival, which started in 1949 at the Rose Garden Amphitheater in southwest Portland. That festival will continue in August. If you missed out on the East Portland Festival, you can still catch Esperanza Spalding this summer, but you'll have to travel far. She'll perform at the 2022 Newport Jazz Festival later this month in Rhode Island. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com backslash pod support.